Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for October 13th, 2019. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, we have three new videos up from last night's UFC show in Tampa, Florida. So let's go over them. First one, of course, was the main event. It was Joanna Ajicic versus Michelle Watterson. And this, of course, was at strawweight. And so what we're looking at here is Joanna is a former strawweight champ looking to get back into the title picture. Michelle is an atomweight fighting at strawweight. I mean, she thinks she can get a title shot, but the problem is she's giving up so much size. Um, I just don't think it's in the cards as long as she's fighting at strawweight. Now, before the fight, there was a talk about Joanna make, possibly not making weight, and that turned out to be Joanna playing mind games. Uh, it was much ado about nothing. I believe Joanna has become a points fighter over the last couple of years, and I expected her to win this fight, but I wanted to finish. And it went about as I expected. You know, Joanna dominated in the clinch, using elbows and knees and all that sort of thing. And I, I think she pitched a shutout, 50-45. Two of the judges scored it the same, and the third scored it 49-46. Now, other than a couple of times where Michelle climbed onto Joanna's back, she did it once in round three and once in the end of round five, Michelle really had nothing for her. I mean, Joanna's striking was that much better, and she couldn't take her down. I mean, Joanna has fantastic takedown defense, okay? Now, in pro wrestling, we call those hope spots. So, you know, it looks like, it looks like maybe there's something there, but there's really nothing there. Anyway, Michelle was never going to finish her that way. You know, that's all there is to it. Now, I'm not happy that Joanna didn't finish the fight, but she broke her right foot during the fight, and she may have been taking it easy for the last couple of rounds. Afterwards, Joanna was talking about challenging Weili Zhang in a soccer stadium in Poland, but the broken foot complicates things. If she's going to be out for any length of time, the UFC won't wait for her, okay? The other top challenger, Tatiana Suarez, suffered a neck injury in her last fight. Maybe give Jessica Andrade a rematch in Brazil. That's a possibility. So after that, it's slim pickings. And what I tend to do in this situation is I look at the, uh, the rankings just to see exactly what's out there. Okay, so though she is still ranked, I keep hearing that Rose Namahunas is retired. Okay, Nina Ansarov who I think is ranked fourth or something like that, is taking a year off to have a child, okay? The other possibilities is we have Claudia Gadelia versus Cynthia Calvillo coming up, and also Carla Esparza, who recently got a big win. So it isn't that simple, mostly because the, you know, we have to see how serious the foot injury is. So if Joanna's uh, foot injury... Uh, keeps her out for, let's say, six months or something like that. They're not going to wait around for her because I think they want uh, Ailey to fight early in the year. And I think the rematch in Brazil is a really good idea. That's what I would do. Okay, Jessica Andrade rematch in Brazil. Okay, I don't know if Jessica would give her a better, tougher time here. Don't know. But that's why you have a rematch, right? Okay. Uh, the second uh, fight, we have uh, Amanda Ibas versus Mackenzie Dern from last night, from uh, the fight at, at Strawway. 
Now, these two have a lot in common, eh? Both are Brazilian jiu-jitsu champs who are daughters of BJJ champs. Mackenzie's father, Megaton Diaz, was in her corner. And Amanda's dad, Marcelo Ibas, was in her corner. He's her coach, primarily. Now, one would think that much of this match would happen on the ground, but Amanda said before the fight that she wanted to keep it standing. And that's because Mackenzie's striking is subpar. And that turned out to be excellent strategy. Amanda dominated with strikes. She was simply much quicker. Um, I scored at 30 to 27 for Amanda, and so did all three judges. And, you know, that's how you win fights. You exploit weaknesses. And Mackenzie, first of all, there was talk about, oh, she's coming back too soon after her pregnancy. Listen, her striking stunk before she got pregnant. So that really had nothing to do with it. Um, I just think she really needs to to work on improving her striking because if she gets good enough at it, it can, you know, set up her ground game. I mean, that's what a lot of um, wrestlers and BJJ uh, aces do is they use striking to set up uh, to set up the um, the ground game, and and we saw that later in the show as well with uh, uh, the match with Cub Swanson and Cron Gracie, and that that you know Cron needs to improve his uh, his uh, striking as well, or he's going to have problems. He's going to have problems against really good fighters, and he did last night too, and so did McKenzie. So we'll see if she does that. I mean, uh, it was her first loss. Maybe it'll wake her up. You know, I think she should have done something to improve her striking by now, but uh, she didn't look good last night, I'll tell you that much. Okay, the third fight was J.J. Aldrich versus Lauren Mueller at flyweight. So J.J. is a points fighter who uses the keep-away strategy. So the way to beat her is aggression. We saw that with her last fight with Macy Barber, and that uh, the, the keep-away strategy basically worked for a round, but then Macy basically figured it out and knocked her out. Right now, Lauren didn't do that in this fight, and she needed a win because she's on a two-fight losing streak. I think she's a better fighter than JJ, but she just couldn't pull the trigger. Right, round one was awful. It was five rounds of nothing. But that is very typical of when JJ's strategy works. It neutralizes her opponent. So I scored it round one. Scored round one, 10-9 for JJ. She was marginally more effective. Like, it was really close. Now, Lauren was better in round two, so I scored that round 10-9 for Lauren. So she needed to continue that in round three, and her coach, Eric Del Fierro, repeatedly told her that before round three. She just didn't do it. JJ actually hurt her a couple of times, so... I scored the round 10-9 for JJ, and I scored the fight 29-28 for JJ. Two of the judges scored it that way, and the third scored it 30-27 for JJ. So I give JJ a lot of credit for her performance in round three. She was aggressive when she needed to be aggressive, and, and that's a, not typical of her, okay? And Lauren beat herself by lacking aggression. So... Anyways, all three of those videos are up on the blog, so be sure to check those out. I just wanted to quickly comment on Friday's SmackDown and the whole draft nonsense, and that's really what it was. It is just dopiness, you know? (laughs) Everything about that was completely stupid, all right? First of all, if you noticed, uh, if you're watching the show, 
they, they issued a press release earlier in the day about uh, who was going to be uh, in the draft pool for uh, SmackDown, the episode of SmackDown, and who was going to be in the draft pool for the episode of Raw. And the picks on, uh, during SmackDown were exactly in that order. If you could believe that, how dumb do they have to be? Anyway, from what I understand, they have uh, changed the order that's now alphabetical <laughs> uh, for the raw, the, the raw pool, so you're not going to be able to tell. Uh, you know, but they're, they're stupid to do that in the first place. Anyway, the other thing is, <laughs> if, you, if you noticed, Alexa Bliss and um, Nikki Cross were listed as a tag team, but they were drafted by Raw separately. Huh? So that didn't make any damn sense. And then there's also draft picks that made absolutely no sense, like the Lucha House Party. I mean, really? You know, Lacey Evans? Natty Neidhart? I mean, seriously. You've got to be joking. So the whole thing was kind of stupid. And, you know, there's really nothing much to say about it. I mean, I hope Monday is better. But that was pretty dumb. That was pretty dumb. Anyway, that's it for today. Again, don't forget to check out those videos at frankp316.blogspot.com. Uh, be back probably on Friday. We got a UFC show next week in Boston. And I got a couple of matches I got to talk about on, from that show. And who knows what else will come up in the meantime. Okay, so if you have any uh, comments or questions for the blog or podcast, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.